0: Welcome to the underground, the place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. And who am I? Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 417. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The underground. Hope everybody doing all Finna right. to talk about paper chasing. Paper chasing that's what we love to do in our society in our culture. I'm about that paper. Hey what you doing, man chasing that money di? You already know, man I'm chasing that chasing that dollar baby you feel? Yeah, I feel. you. And God, I want to tell you some things about that too. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. I understand. Can't live with it, can't live without it, you know? For real, for real. We need it. But there's a way you need to go about uh, using it, go about, you know, idolizing it. I mean, we worship the dollar. We worship, the, and we worship people who got the dollar. We worship people who got so much money. It's crazy, man. We favor people who got money. We automatically think those people are just blessed or successful or, you know, God ha- they got a right relationship with God just based on money, paper, with some man I haven't even met on there. I don't even know the dudes who own the paper. I don't know if they believe in God. You get what I'm saying? But whatever, that's neither here nor there. But I don't even know how their hearts was. Was they heart, yeah, you know, how was their relationship? How they treated their family? How they treated their wife? How they treated people who were the same color as them? I don't know. Why are we worshiping this, this dollar? But we worship it because, you know, our hearts are not right. Our hearts are not in line with God, you know? again i'm not saying we can't get money you know this is not what i'm saying i get money i need money right love to have it too yes i love to have money love to bless people love to you know have my bills paid love going to work so i can make money but it's in its proper place though i don't have love for money and god's people God's people. We understand people who don't love God, who don't uh, reverence God, who don't have no relationship with God. We understand why they uh, love money. I get that. But God's people? How, How has your life got caught up in idolizing money? It shouldn't be like that, believer. It shouldn't be like that, man of God. You barely have time to do any ministry. You, have, you barely have time to help people. You barely have time to go to any Bible studies and support anybody who needs you to be there to uplift their ministry and uplift your family. You barely have time because you tie down to chasing the money. That money got you in bondage right now. That's why you working all them hours like that. You trying to get more money so you can live a certain lifestyle that, honestly, God didn't tell you to live that. Some of y'all just be saying stuff just to, just, just go ahead and admit you just like money and you like the world. But all this, God told me I was going to do this and God said, he, and God said, you going to be this and you going to have this. Much. Oh, look here now. God didn't say all oh, like, that. Stop, stop playing. We need to stop playing. You know, before, you know, I, I want y'all to think, oh, that well, that's show opinion. In my opinion, don't have no dominion at all. You know, I ain't nobody. I told you I ain't nobody, just a voice. I'm just a voice. Go be worm food. Uh and 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 just like that. It's going to be some worm food. This body that I'm in is going to be worm food. So I ain't, I ain't nobody. But I'm somebody who's going to tell you about this word and who going to talk to you about what God says about money. So let's go there. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Keep your life free from love of money. Keep your life free from love of money. Your responsibility while you're living life down here, believer, is to keep your mind, keep your heart, keep your soul from loving money. How you been doing with that? Keep your purpose from getting to the fact, to the point that you just love money. Your purpose has become chasing a dollar. Your mission has become chasing a dollar. I want to get rich. I want to be wealthy. That's your purpose now? I told you to keep your life free from the love of money. And then it says, keep your life free from the love of money. And be content with what you have. Contentment. That's how you keep yourself from loving money. You learn how to be content with what you have. You're not content because you're steady chasing and looking by the lust of your eyes. You're not content, my child. You're in love with the lust of this world. You're not content with the house you have right now. You're not content with the car you have right now. You're not content with the job and the money you're making right now. Now there is a time in your in your life where contentment, you know, you gotta push and, and, and push that purpose because the contentment can make you be lazy. You see what I'm saying? But the spirit will let you know, the spirit will let you know, That's why we gotta be in constant relationship with God. But a lot of God's people, we 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 struggle with just being content. We just moved into the house. Now we ready to go get a bigger house. Just got the car. Now we talking. Oh, I want that. I want that new car. Oh, I want that new car. You know what I mean? Gotta travel every, every, you know, you're not content. You gotta, you need another job. You need another job because you want more money. You want more money because you just want to, uh, I don't know what you want to do, be honest with you. Because I don't, I don't understand. Uh, when you're wrapped up in the purpose of God, that's what you're in love with. So I really think what, what we're struggling with. And why we love money so much. It's just basically we don't really love God like that. And it's just the plain truth. We have people saying that they like, these people worship me with their lips, son, but their hearts are far away from me. Their hearts is in love with money. Their hearts is in love with the success of this world. Yeah, they saying, I know God. and Yeah, they saying, I know Jesus. Yeah, they saying that. They doing lip service, but their hearts are far away from me. Their hearts is with the almighty dollar, paper chaser. Then it says, "Content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. See, basically we basically we're saying God ain't enough. God's saying, I will never leave or forsake you. See, money will leave you. Yeah, oh, yeah, money will leave you in a second. Mhm. Money will leave you in a second. Watch how fast money leaves you when you get paid next week, or if you got paid today. Watch how fast that money go. <laughs> it forsakes you quickly. <laughs> Why are we so in love with something that forsakes us? Right. When we when we 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 chase it. We give money so much time, but it gives us little back. Some of y'all are chasing money and it still haven't committed to you. <laughs> uh you've been trying to give with money for the last 30 years and it still haven't committed to you. You it know, it's still only giving you uh like 20 dollars left over. You getting the raw end of that deal. I think you need to fall out of love for money. If you ask me, we're chasing something that don't love us back. Now, I get, got to be honest with you, from a fleshly standpoint, from a corner mindset, from a really mindset. Those who like making like billions of dollars and like, you know, trillions of dollars, you know, those, those type of people, people that, you know, I don't even understand what type of money they make, to be honest with you. I get they battle with the love of money, but the we only, y'all, yeah, we barely making it. You know, I'm talking to the regular folks, the common folks, folks who, you know, you got to clock in, beep, beep. you know, and if you, you know, clock in 15 minutes late, that can, you know, off balance your check. I'm talking to those people right now, just the common folks, you know, the nine to five, eight to five, 2 to 11, you know those shifts, 2 to 12, those people. Has money been good to you? Have it been giving you a lot of tension lately? Hmm? Ask yourself that. The way you sacrifice your body for this money, the way you go all out for this money. Has it given it back to you? Has it gave that same love back to you? The way you sacrifice for it. The way you talk about it all the time. The way you stress about it all the time. You know, the way you demand attention. You demands money. You just love money. you just You just want to talk to it. You want to make love to it. Does it give you back that same affection? If you making less than, you know, $30 an hour, it's not giving you no affection. Basically, it's not. And nothing wrong with that. I'll be content. Be content with that. I mean, that's great. But I'm just trying to say the, the, the way we love money, the way we love money, everybody should be trillionaires then. If we're going to get that much love to it, everybody should be getting the same love back for money. But we're not. It doesn't show us the love back. So why are we craving it and loving it like that and idolizing it like that? We have to stop. We have to love God more than money. Okay. First Timothy 16 for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierce themselves with many pains. This love of money has got people off the faith. You know, yeah, they they started off, you know, on fire for God. They started off, you know, they was just a hey, doing ministry for free, one uh, charging nobody. You know, they was just humble enough just to serve God freely. They was just serving God with all their heart. They weren't caring about money like that. They just was glad to be. I was glad when they said, let's go into the house of the Lord. That's that was them. But because of the craving and love for money, it says they have wandered away from the faith. They have wandered away, y'all. All because of this love for money the love for the dollar the love for a piece of paper with people i don't even know who they are on there and i don't know how they are. i really want to know how did they uh, did they love god but anyway is that you are you are you wandering away from the faith have you wandered away from your purpose have you wandered away from your calling have you wandered away from your family have you wandered away from your household because of your love for the money? Have you wandered away from raising your kids because you working so much to quote-unquote provide? Hmm? Have you wandered away because you have a certain status to live up to? You have wandered away from the faith? Because you're trying to, you wander away from the faith because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. You didn't wander away to go talk to the Joneses. That's why you didn't wander away from the faith. Just want you to know, them Joneses can't get you into heaven. Proverbs 13 11. Wealth gained hastily would then would dwindle. Well, quick money, basically. God say all that quick money people trying to get, is going to dwindle hastily. Fast. It's going to go fast. Quicker you gain it, the quicker it goes. But whoever gathers little by little will increase it. That's just game right there. God is giving us game. Little by little. Just saving little by little. That's a word for somebody, by the way. You need to start saving little by little. Well, I I can only save $5, God say, start right there. Start right there. I can only save $10 a month, man, or $10 a paycheck. God say, start right there. You start right there. And he said, you be faithful with that. If you be faithful with that, it will increase. Believe. Take that mustard seed of that $10 gather little by little every time you get paid just $10 $10 $10 $10 and let's see what God do with it his word says it will increase trust in you trust in stock markets you trust in investment plans you trust in that job to pay you you can't trust in the word of God start saving little by little i dare you to I'm challenging you to believe in that word right there because I know what it is to work at them type. You know, them jobs that you really don't have money to save. I know what it is. This is a common man preaching to you right now. Okay, I have seen when you save little by little, like the word says, it will increase. You will start to be the lender and not the borrower. So let's do not despise the day of small beginnings and start saving $5. Start saving $10. Every paycheck. Okay? Some paychecks, you may can't get your nails done. It's time to get natural. You may can't, you know, some some paychecks, you may may have to wait two weeks to get your hair cut, bro. Straight up. Yeah, you may have to wait two weeks. I know, I know, it's hard. You know what I mean? Cause you all the way, you know, with the naps. I, I get it. You know, you're not mixed at all. So I, I get that that second week. It's rough. You see what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, it's rough. I get it. But you, little by little, we are trying to increase. Mm-hmm. You may can't get those shoes every uh week. You may can't go buy you some every week. Steak dinners, you can uh uh-uh, You can't eat steak dinners every day now. You trying to say little by little, okay? You may have to go get some ramen noodles, chicken or beef, okay? I I prefer beef, you know, extra water, a little water in it. Sometimes put some little cheese in it. Uh, You know, weaner. I'm hungry. Let me stop talking about that. Okay, let me, uh, Proverbs 22 and verse seven. Proverbs 22 and verse seven. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is a slave of the lender. Wow, just talk about that. The rich rules over the poor. True. <laughs> and the borrower is a slave to the lender. Credit. Credit cards. Slaving. God Ben God been said that. House notes, car notes, mortgage. We are slaves to that stuff right now. And we we're a slave to it because we wasn't we we can't be content with the little that we have. We don't like saving little by little. We, we want it hasty, so we want quick. We want we want quick. We want people to know like, oh, they doing good. We want we want Facebook to know, oh, they doing good. We want the family to know, oh, they doing good. Got a nice house and a nice car. What they doing? What they working? So we get things hastily, and now we get things hastily, but people don't know we're a slave to people we've been borrowing from, people we don't even know. That's crazy. At least if you go borrow, borrow from somebody that you know, because you can, you know, talk to them and be like, hey, I I don't got it today, but I can put five on it. Can I put 10 on it? Yeah. But we borrowing from people we don't even know. These people don't even care about you like that. And we just borrowing from why? Because we're not content with our life. We don't like our life. We think this house is going to make our us feel better. We're so empty inside. We need something to make us feel better. We don't have no life in us. We don't have the truth in us. You know, we don't have it in us. We don't have God living in us. He's not a flowing river coming out of our belly and speaking through us. So we're looking for things. We're borrowing from people so we can be like, oh, just something. Show me that my life is good. Show me that I'm still alive. I will borrow from you. I will borrow. I'll take out loans just to prove that I'm living life. <sighs> we have turned so far away from God, y'all. But I believe today we can start turning back and repent. You know? Matthew 6:24 sure everybody's familiar with this verse, but let's read it again. No one can serve two masters. No one can serve two masters. No one can serve two masters. Uh, You know, cheaters, y'all should know that, understand that, right? You know, if you're a player, you should understand that verse plain. It's hard to be, a you know, serving a lot of people, right? If, you, if you're if a workaholic, you should, if you got two or three jobs, that's understandable for you. It's hard to serve that job and that job and that job, you know? It's hard to serve that man and that man and that man and that man wants your time. It's hard. It's hard to serve that woman and that woman and that woman. It's hard. God. It's hard. No one can do it. He's saying it right now. You can't do it. Quit trying to do it. Quit trying to do it. Trying to juggle all that, all of it. Oh, you can't do that. You ain't that player. For either he will hate the one and love the other, right? Ever been in that situation? You got, you know, a couple and you start liking one more than the other because you like, uh, uh. let me stop before I get y'all in trouble. (laughs) Some of y'all. Going through that right now. You hate one and you love the other. Because you've been trying to serve two and three and four masters. But you can get up out of it if you just repent. Come clean. Turn from that lifestyle. If it's stressing you out. You know, because I remember that like It was stressful. It was too stressful. Had to repent. Peaceful now. Understand? Peace. Leave my i I can just leave my phone. Leave leave my phone anywhere. I don't care. You know. <laughs> peaceful. Huh? Christmas and Thanksgiving. Peaceful. Some of y'all, you try to go to all Thanksgiving coming up. And you going to try to serve everything. You're going to try to go to that house, then you got to go to that house. Then you got go to house, you go to that house. You you come to play right now. You stressing right now. How you gonna divide all your time? Because you're trying to serve two masters. You try to serve two or three masters. Uh-uh, that's too much stress over your life. Go ahead and repent and get some peace in your life. You wore it out, you wear it down. You be sleep, you sleep at work. Cause you all up on the phone serve, trying to serve everybody. Falling asleep in class. <laughs> <laughs> serving two masters man for either he will hate the one and love the other or he would be devoted to the one and despise the other what are you devoted to right now in your life is it the things of God huh or are you devoted to money think about that are you devoted to the things of God or are you devoted to the things, just, just money, the things of this world? You got to make a decision. God sent me here today to say, it's time for you to make a decision what you're going to be devoted to. I, did, I didn't just pop up on your uh, radio. I didn't just pop up out of nowhere on your phone. Somebody didn't send you this just out of nowhere, out of curiosity. no. God says, I'm going to send him to you right now to ask you, what are you devoted to? Are you devoted to the things of God? The God that you say you love? The God that you say you believe in? If I look at your life right now, does it show that you're devoted to the things of God? Or do you, does your life shows that you're devoted to the things of this world? It's very simple. And I want you to know you can't trick God and manipulate God. He can see it. You know, it's easy to fool people. Yeah, I get that, especially if you uh, grew up in that lifestyle, just, you know, swinging and, and, and running game. You know what I'm saying? You didn't got good at it. But I want you to know you can have so much cold game in this world. They can outgame the best of them. But you can't outgame God. You can't manipulate God. So make a decision what you want to be devoted to. In the scripture ends off it says you cannot serve God and money. You cannot serve God and money. Ecclesiastes chapter five verse ten. This was Solomon talking by the way, one of the richest men in the world. You know you might want to listen to people who had the money, huh? You know, I'm very careful to listen to people who say don't love no money. And they always been broke. I'm like, how, you know, you know what I'm saying? I love reading Solomon because he had the money. I'm not going to sit up here and say, like, I can't sit up here and to be honest with you, be like, man, I'll never turn my back on God if I make a, a hundred million. I don't know because I, I never had a hundred million. So I'm not going to talk that talk like I'm big and, and, and so holy. Nah, I, I don't know how I get with a hundred million. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get a little from when I get my income tax. Right. <laughs> right? You know, I get a little prideful when I get an extra bonus. So I don't know how I get when I get a hundred million. So I'm not going to say things. I can't say things like that. I'm going to be honest with you. But Solomon, he can because he was a wealthy man. And look what he said. He says, he who loves money would not be satisfied with money. This is somebody who had money. This is not somebody who just, you know, was, uh, you know, always overdrafting and they checking. Okay. This is not somebody who had $30 and $60 to their next paycheck. No, this is somebody who was going in with it. Read Ecclesiastes. He was, he was that dude. Okay. Solomon was that dude. He was he was he was the wealth. He, he'll be on Forbes. That, that's who, that's who Uncle Solomon. was. That's my uncle, by the way. Yeah, that's my uncle. I think he left me some inheritance. I need to find out where he said, too. OK, he said he who loves money would not be satisfied with money. And that's true. You never satisfied. You ain't never satisfied. You can have a lot. You'd be like, man, I need some more because I want to get. You, you ain't never satisfied. I don't know why, but we never satisfied. It's just, I guess it's just the sinful nature or something. Nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity. Man. Luke 12, 15. And he said to them, who is he? Jesus. He was talking to him. He said, take care and be on your guard against all covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. That's not not what your life's supposed to be about accumulating things. Abundance of houses and cars and clothes and shoes. You know? I I gotta work on that shoe. I love shoes, y'all. Oh my God. I think... Let me tell you what I do with that, though. On the real, let me give you a little thing God taught me. So I won't, you won't fall in love with it, especially, you know, if you got some sneaker heads out there, I feel you, man, it's hard not to, you know what I'm saying, get caught up in them sneakers or them, you know, you might be some, uh, a lady out there, you love them heels, you feel them stilettos, pumps in the club. Anyway, so let me tell you what God told me though. Every time you get a new pair to practice, not getting, you know, caught up in it, give, give it away, give one away. Like every time you get some new pair of clothes, give some away. For real, it really helps you from getting caught up in uh, covers and, and, and hoarding things and stuff like that. So I don't know if that, that may help somebody. Every time you get some, get some new. God bless you with some new. Because you know, God be, I feel like God be hooking me up sometime. Like I'll go to, you know, some, you know, goodwill and stuff like that. And I'll be like, I know God hooked me up with that. Cause I I, I was thinking that in my heart. I needed something to go with them shoes. And I'll find something fly, you heard me? that I can put together and root You already know. And uh God be like, give, give, give some clothes away. Give some of them shoes away. Cause your life is not consistent of by, uh, your life is not consist in the abundance of your possession possession son daughter so give some of that stuff away okay uh 1st Timothy chapter 6 verse 17 and 19 it says as for the rich in this present age charge them not to be haughty oh okay so God said, hey, I need people. Uh, hey, all you preachers and pastors, we need to start charging the people who rich. See, ain't nothing wrong with being rich, by the way. But God said, I need you to charge them. Make sure they know, hey, don't be being all hearty. Don't be acting all stuck up. Don't be acting like you are better than everybody because you got some money. Stop that. Quit telling my people ain't on your level because God can bring you down to their level real quick. Uh, uh-uh, Okay? Yo, you've seen these modern day proverbs. God bringing a whole bunch of people down uh, to our level, ain't, ain't he? Yeah, watch the news. Millionaires and billionaires losing uh, all that in a couple of days, couple of weeks. So be humble with it. He says, charge them not to be hardy, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches. Your hope should not be in your money. Your hope should be on God, in God. Especially people, listen, I'm talking, okay, let me talk to the uh, believers. Your hope should not be in your job. Your hope and faith should not be in your money, in your business, in your career. What are you doing? Repent of that and stop. Repent of that. Say, God, I'm sorry for putting my hope in these things that's uncertain, in my stocks, in my investments. I'm sorry, God, in my 401k and all that, and whatever. You know, it's, again, it's not bad to have those things. What are you saying? It's bad to have? Uh-huh. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, don't put your hope and trust in these things. God says it's uncertainty. Who richly provides us with everything to enjoy? Shout out to God for providing us with everything we enjoy. Have you been enjoying the things God gave you? Well, what you mean, God? I don't got nothing that God gave me. He gave you some. He got you got help. You been enjoying them legs of yours? You been enjoying them arms of yours? Huh? You been enjoying them hands of yours? Where you can pick up your food and eat with your nutty professor finger? Huh? You've been enjoying that neck of yours, that mouth of yours where you can put all that fast food into your mouth. You've been enjoying that, huh? I know you have. You've been enjoying that little TV you watching, your favorite show, your favorite little reality show. You've been enjoying it. God gave you that. He's, he's given us so much to enjoy. Huh? You've been enjoying that freedom that you got? Because I know you done, done some things that that deserve that you uh, spend some time in prison. You just didn't get caught. Talking about what God didn't gave you to enjoy. Your freedom. Your freedom. You convict. You know you a convict. You know you deserve to get some time on your uh on your life. But God say, I didn't spared you so many times. And you sitting up here talking about what I didn't gave you to enjoy. Come on now. I want you. Hey, people of God, start enjoying the life God has given you. Huh? I don't got no money to do nothing. Hey, it's a park. Can you go enjoy the free park? Go walk around that park. Sometimes just just let the let the let the breeze hit your hell. huh, dude, dude? Free your mind, huh? Go ahead and free your mind. I say five in the morning. Free your mind. Hey, God and get you out that relationship. You out of that abusive relationship. You out of that prison cell. Yeah. You out of all that drama. Uh-huh. You got your own little apartment. I know it's a one-bedroom, but go ahead and enjoy it. Yeah. Make it, put a light a candle or something. Put some Osley brothers on or something. Put some old school Anita Baker on or something and enjoy your little house that you got. What's up? Tell about what God then gave you to enjoy. Ride around in that hoopty. Put some gas in that thing and go take yourself out to eat. They got plenty of little cheap things. You better go to Cheddar's and start playing. You know, Cheddar's, be they be cheap. You better go to Chili's. Get that little, uh them little deals that they got. Stop playing. We too busy craving and and lusting and envying other people's lives. And and because we don't got that, we think we don't got nothing. You tripping. You got so much that you can enjoy. And I'm challenging you today. Start enjoying the life God has given you. That he has given you. You the only person that got that life. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy your freedom. Enjoy Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, man. Okay, they are to do good. He's still talking to the rich. To be rich in good works. To be generous and ready to share. If you got all that money, God say you need to be ready to share. And if you're ready to share, hit me up. I need a little bit of that. <laughs> ready to share. You know what I'm saying? God say be generous. Here, you need some money? You, uh, you know what I'm saying? Quit talking about it. You got to think about it. Be generous with, with your money if you got it like that. For real. Come on now. The, now we know there's wisdom, by the way. Let me say that. There's wisdom with being generous and there's wisdom with sharing your wealth and your money, by the way. And I think when you're walking with God, with the Holy Spirit, you know, he'll, he'll tell you. The storing up treasures for themselves as good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. See, when you're being generous generous with your money, when you're being generous with your wealth, what that doing is fighting the enemy of of greed, of hoarding, of this stingy spirit. You know, you're fighting it for your future because in the future, if you keep being generous, in the future, you'll really hold on to what life is really about. You won't fall in love with the money. You'll stay connected to God, and that's what a generous spirit does for you. Okay, that's what a generous spirit does for you. That's what it, and last but not least, for uh, Philippians four, and verse nineteen, y'all know this too. It says, "And my God will supply every need of yours according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus." There's no reason that believers should love money because God said, I will supply your needs according to my purpose, according to my will. I know what you need. I know what you need. And a lot of time, my people, y'all coming with me, coming to me with a lot of wants. I need y'all to learn what the will of God is for your life. I need y'all to learn what the purpose is for your life. I need y'all to learn how to be holy. I need y'all to chase after righteousness. I need y'all to seek first the kingdom of God. That's what I need y'all to do. And stop coming to me with all these wants and these desires that you really got from the world. You're praying to me about seeds that the world planted inside your heart and you want me to uh, bless that? Come on now. Come on. So yeah, let's stop all this, you know, paper chasing and I'm I'm, I'm after the dollar. Hey man, I'm getting to this money, man. Hey man, I'm getting to this money. <laughs> I'm getting to the money. You feel me? Hey, you feel me? You feel me, son? I'm getting to this money, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I need that paper, man. Yeah, I'm trying to get it, man. Hey, I'm... Okay. Okay. Have a good uh, day at Subway. Getting to the money. Nothing wrong with working there. I'm just saying, we really not getting to no money, y'all. We really not. You know what we really getting to? Debt. (laughs) A whole bunch of that. That's what we get getting to. Revelations 3 and 3. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Repent, my people. Repent. Just the voice of one calling out, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven. Hey, It's at hand, y'all the underground